Eight Shades of Football, everybody's favourite English language Korean footballing podcast. And on tonight's show, we're going to talk end of the season. We're going to talk about the uh, ladies section of the K-League. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about the playoffs, a little bit about Songnam as well. And some AFC Champions League too. And joining me tonight on these episodes, which are now as rare as hen's teeth, or as rare as supporters at a Suwon Blue Wings game, is Mark. Thank you, Russ. Paul, you get really excited over that because you haven't been here for a while, right? Did get really you, excited, yeah. You, you sound a little bit different. Yeah. Still, um, still English, but a little bit different. A little bit more, I don't know, would like, like dynamic. Me, would you like me to speak like <laughs> this and uh, to complain about... Well, FC Seoul and things like that. But we were going to get Paul on, but apparently he can't come on because Drew Sejong might be moving to Gamble, Osaka. And so he's not getting back on the podcast again until Seoul win the ACL. Oh, really? Something like that. Okay. I think so, yeah. But yeah, you're right. We're going to talk about those things tonight. I'm really excited about talking about the women's. And talking about that, what, what, was, the, what was the intro? It was something, intro, something Welsh. <laughs> the intro was something Welsh and it was related to women's football. It was related to... Uh, Jang Silgi, the Incheon Red Angels player, mm-hmm. who is apparently getting ready to move to Madrid. So no longer an Incheon Red Angels player. Uh, no longer in the next few weeks. Yeah, she will be moving. And why did we choose a Welsh song? Because her nickname is the Welsh Corgi. The Welsh Corgi, indeed. <laughs> Which I think probably comes from. I could be wrong here. But I think she once had blonde... I'm, I'm being serious. I think she once had dyed blonde hair. And because she has that fringe, she looked like a corgi. It could be that. Okay. We'll talk a little bit about her later. later yeah. on. We're going to talk quite a bit about the women's as we did actually go and watch some women's football last week. But first of all, we will touch... In the back on, end of nowhere, allegedly. It was absolutely in the back end of nowhere. It was actually a full 10 minutes walk from the nearest subway station. Yep. I had to take two planes. You did? It was like that movie with uh, Steve Martin and John Candy. Planes, trains and automobiles. Yeah, that's how I got there, because it was yeah. so far away. Well, it was quite far, but it was <laughs> 10 minutes walk from the subway yeah, station. Yeah. Pretty easy for In, anyone yeah. who wanted to make the effort. Okay, uh, first of all, the uh, the season finished this weekend. Helicopter Sunday, I believe you guys call it. Uh, I don't really know why the chief is calling it Helicopter Sunday, when Helicopter Sunday gives, brings back painful memories for every Celtic fan. Uh, Matt O'Neill's last season when we lost the league in the last day of the season and Rangers won it is the idea that the trophy has to be helicoptered to one ground or basically the other? Yeah. yeah right so the idea is that the trophy isn't a helicopter flying around flying Glasgow around waiting to... <laughs> and then it gets taken to whatever team won the league won that the season league. Right. Uh, so they won helicopter Sunday the first time and then a year later we won helicopter Sunday and, and, it, and it was Thursday. a genuine helicopter we don't often have those in the K-League we mm. have had the two teams facing off each against each other in the same stadium but this time we weren't quite sure where the presentation was going to be in the end it ended you're desperate to say something here but I say in the end I, it ended up I want to see just before we see where it ended up okay. just be, before we reveal where and who because no one knows because no one knows I think when the fixtures were drawn uh, and you know the, the final uh, split the, the kind of after split fixtures were drawn everyone maybe not everyone but a lot of people were surprised as you said that the key league didn't go with the you know last game of the season will be the top two it was well, I, I was very happy pretty, they didn't go with that because it made sure that game wasn't a dead rubber yeah but it was pretty obvious that who the top two were going to be yeah and as you said normally that's the two teams that play on, on, on the last game of the season um, but I think what was exceptional was that they chose obviously games that had deeper meaning. Yeah. And we had, of course, Ulsan this time hosting Pohang, uh, and of course, 
Um, Daegu and Seoul, who were at that point in time were fighting for ACL and were all the way up until the final minute as well. And uh, John Book were at home to Gangwon, who were kind of the team that were maybe in the run for ACL, but probably not, yeah? Yeah, I think they did it exceptionally. Oh, it was amazing. Well. I don't know, don't know how much it was by accident or by design, but it worked out exceptionally well. Did you watch the games? Uh, I did. I actually watched two of the games. I didn't watch Seoul versus Daegu because I... I kind of had them on my phone a little bit, but I was watching uh, Ulsan Pohang uh, on the TV, and uh, I was watching uh, John Book Gang One uh, on my laptop. Um, so I watched both those games. It was a super Sunday, and 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 all and all kind of unless you're an, unless you're an Ulsan fan. Unless you're an Ulsan fan, in which case it was an absolute disaster. Yeah. And maybe, I think Paul once wrote an article that hasn't been posted, sorry Paul, called Sliding Doors. Um, mm. I think Ulsan were probably hoping what the difference would be if they'd won in 2013. Uh, but we got to see the exact same result, what well, exact same outcome all over again. Right? All over again in, in 2019 as well. And they absolutely capitulated. I mean, it, yeah, it was, they, they were never really in it. They, yeah. I mean... They, well, they got they they gave up the, the lead early. They got the goal back, uh, beautiful, the beautiful beautiful chip. Then they should have been up behind again with the goal that was chalked off for VAR. Just and thank goodness we're not going to have to spend a, a long time talking about VAR yeah. because then Pohang went and, and humped them anyway. Yeah, so it was really interesting because I think Pohang got their second that was chopped off, as you said, maybe a couple of minutes before halftime. Uh, all the talk at halftime was about VAR. Everyone was on Twitter talking about it, no way, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, I'm really happy, as you said, it didn't finish that way. Otherwise, that's all anyone would have talked about was how VAR won the title. Uh, whereas whatever was said in both dressing rooms at halftime, um, whatever the Pohan gaffer said worked. They came out second half and just pummeled uh, Osan. It was uh, pretty... I mean, I finished 4-1. Uh, it could have finished 10-1 and no one would have really complained apart from Seoul fans actually because they would have lost the ACL spot (laughs) and they had to finish 10-1 so but I think um, is that why Paul was miserable all Sunday afternoon yeah (laughs) because as the goals were going in he was like we might actually lose the ACL right (laughs) Um, interestingly uh, Ulsan could have actually lost four I'm not trying to get this right Ulsan could have lost by any number of Pohan goals to two Ulsan goals, three Ulsan goals, and uh, still won the still title. Won the title right. Because in Korea, goal, goal it's score. done by goals yeah. scored, not, not by goal difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So if it finished 10 3, uh, Pohan would have got the ACL and Ulsan would have won the title. Right. And everyone would have been happy. Right. <laughs> and it, it, the, the game gave us some iconic moments. Obviously, Kim Sung Gyu is going to probably not want to remember it, but he's going to have no choice but to remember that for the rest of his. Life, life, yes, or short career. <laughs> well, it was uh, it, it, that, it, it was the moment that encapsulated their collapse. It yeah. was a goalkeeper was pouring with rain. He picks it up. He thinks, okay, I'm going to throw this. He suddenly realizes I'm a goalkeeper. I'm not very good at taking throw-ins. It's really slippery. I've slipped. Yeah, the ball's gone. I mean, I've watched this so many times. I think everybody has since it happened. And like first time I thought. He was throwing it at the first guy and threw it too far. Right. No, but he was going for the second. He was guy. going for the guy in the middle. Mm-hmm. He was going. For, he was. I think he, his idea. He forgot. He can't throw it over. Yeah. So I think he forgot he could throw it one hand. Yeah. yeah. So I think he picked it up and then went, "Oh, wait a minute! I need to throw it two hands right up from behind my head." And he just started over analysing it, and and the, it's raining. It's slippery. It slipped out of his and hand. And he just dropped it basically. Yeah. 
and then he follows up with what you described as the the sensible soccer. Amazing. The little bug in sensible soccer where a player will suddenly dive miles away from where yeah, the ball is. Like, absolutely, bro. He just like slides, you know, like the kind of player who thinks, fantastic, I've got um, Wanderson in 3 1. Um, like. <laughs> People have been talking about it. Is it potential? You know, like it was so. It was so bad. You know, like you know, it looks really dodgy. But it, it didn't was, look dodgy at all. It, it was didn't so look dodgy at all. bad. It was obvious. It was not on purpose. It, it encapsulated the collapse. Yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, and if you actually look at the first goal that they scored again, the first goal that Pohang scored, um, it's actually really bad goalkeeping as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he had a mare. He had an absolute nightmare of a game, but. I think to single him out is really unfair Absolutely. because the whole team, apart from Junior, had an absolute nightmare of a game. Um, I mean, you had... Uh, obviously, they were, without, they were without Mix, who picked up a really strange yellow card against John Book. He did. Uh, who ended up getting, I think, a third of the season, I think. Um, which meant he was missing from the game. Uh, he wasn't missing from Twitter, gratifying. He wasn't at all, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Mix, you maybe want to run some of your tweets through a dictionary. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think you meant to say that word after after chest no. um, or heart or whatever it was you said. Um, <clears throat> but if he'd played, would it have been a difference? Probably. Um, he is he is the man that pulls their strings. He's by far their best player, even though Kimbo Kyung mm. uh, won the MVP. But I think when he plays, Osan play, and yeah, I think they really missed him. Um, I, I also wonder had the game been in the Minsu, it might have been different. Yeah, I mean. It was just, it was a sellout, despite... 11,000, yeah. <laughs> 11,000, um, 20,000, I don't know how many. I've, I've been to that stadium years ago, because Meepo used to play there. I haven't been there when, when All Sound have been playing there. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I just wonder if the, the, the end of the season, if it might have been different back in uh, back in the Munsu. But, uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, while that was happening, uh, John Book were making incredibly tough work oh, of uh, gang being one, yes. Gang 1. Uh, gang 1 had... Three or four chances to uh, equalise. Actually, at least two to take the lead, and then two maybe to equalise. And then John Book had a guilt edge chance with like a minute left. I, I can't remember the, who it was that missed it uh, when he he could he should have scored and put the game beyond doubt. Uh, Gang one kept going. Fair play to them. They never gave up. They kept pummeling. Well, not pummeling, but they kept attacking and throwing everything at John Book. And yeah, they made John Book work for their 1-0 victory. Right. Um, it wasn't a case of Gangmore thinking, well, we have nothing to play for, so let's just lie down. No, they, 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 they threw everything at John Book and yeah, they, they gave it all. Um, and another game, So and Daegu played out the most boring nothing to start <laughs> this season. True right? at all, yeah. And uh, that means Seoul take the final Champions League... Uh, plates they'll go into the qualifying round they will indeed uh, interestingly um, so have not been great of late they haven't won in the last they, haven't, they haven't won they didn't win in Six. the championship round did they yeah 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 not yeah they had three defeats actually in mm. two draws in two draws um, but their early season form was enough to put them so far ahead of everyone else that everyone else you know yeah. in, in third that they were able to like have a bit of a nightmare into the season um, Pohang yeah, I mean, I think since they signed that, they, they I would say he's German, they get the, the, the guy, Iljuchenko, uh, mm-hmm. uh, they've looked at a completely different team right. since the summer. Um, Daegu probably should, could have finished third in a also better... Had, also had a poor 
a poor championship round, yeah. just got getting the one win. Yeah. Uh, when Sazina doesn't play well, mm-hmm. they don't play at all. And gang one, yeah, poor three defeats in five, mm-hmm. and probably ended up with deserved. Did you go to a game of the weekend? I did. I went to the final Songnam game of the season, potentially my final game for a long time, but we'll talk about that another time, I guess. Uh, uh, that was a pretty pretty meaningless game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, we yes. yeah, it was against Jeju. So right, basically, you were safe and they were down. Yeah. So the previous week, Jeju had got uh, officially relegated when they lost four two to the Blue Wings. Um, to compound that error and result in the manager getting fired, we scored three against them. Yeah. Which I think is literally the first time I've ever seen Songnam score three. <laughs> um, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a decent game. Uh, Songnam seemed to advertise before the split or just after the split that they were giving away free tickets, but um, I don't think that promotion really worked because not a lot of people turned up anyway, uh, as it stands with Songnam, but it, right. wasn't, it wasn't a particularly big crowd. Um, but the game was good. Um, some some pretty decent decent goals. Um, it was uh, one each at half time, right? And then second half, Sonam just looked by far the better team. Jeju fell apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly, you know, I think we've talked before about this idea of whether or not we we like. I think we disagree actually on this. That whether or not when a, you know when a player returns to their their previous team you know if a player leaves a team yeah. and goes back in the K-League they always you know not always but a lot of players go up at half time full time whatever full time, full time. for football time and applaud and the fans applaud them mm. and you know it took I like home, it and you like it I particularly don't but I don't no, I, no, I don't like it I think it's a little bit kind of for, for me it kind of sums up the idea of applauding the goalkeeper and that kind of stuff right um Oh, big, you don't like that either. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. Like, Celtic fans do that, though. I don't think we've ever had never applauded an opposition goalkeeper ever, apart from Andy Gordon when he just about lets every goals single, in. Just about every single club does it at I, home. I, I can't remember the last time I stood there. Not, it's not, not an entire end, given, but the, yeah. the guys stood immediately or sat so, immediately behind the goal will usually applaud the opposition goalkeeper when he comes I up. can't remember the last time I stood no, behind the goal was throwing a couple ha, 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 yeah. ha. you're going to be picking it out of the net a few times in that yeah. it's, it's good humour maybe, like maybe we do but I can't remember the last time I was behind the you're goal you're going to be spending the next 45 minutes in, in one another's company so yeah, you might think, as well get acquainted I think we throw coins at them but anyway <laughs> um, they... that's why no one likes you <laughs> yes. outside of the two the two teams that yeah uh, pretty much um, so basically, they Hong Hong Chow took a long time, but I think I told you this day. You know, this this season mm. he came down and the fans applauded him. He was a little bit apprehensive, right? Um, but Yun Bit Garam will never be accepted by Scotland really? fans. Did he come down? Or? No, they they booed him and screamed at him and laughed at him for ninety minutes. Mm. They or for I don't think he even lasted ninety minutes. Um, uh, they kept shouting uh, Yun shoot Yun shoot. Right. Um, they they really. Dislike this guy. It's been how long? Five, six years now. Yeah, and when Hong Chow left, he made all those negative comments about song. Even, even the shirt quality yeah. is better. Yeah, you know, I can hear the fans clap now. Yeah. All that stuff. Yun Bit Graham never said anything. He just left. He yeah. was just terrible when he left. But I think with Songnam, he was a particularly poor player. Was and he? I don't think so. I think at that point in time, Songnam he had a very terrible. bad. He had quite a bad season before he uh, he left. I remember, I remember Songnam's much later lamented uh, Twitter, unofficial Twitter feed. Yeah. I might add. I think we know who wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> Where did he go? Which Japanese team was it? A sucker? Was it a sucker? I think did he not leave and go to China? I think he I went to like... Japan. Um, okay. I thought... Remember, no refunds. For some reason, I, I thought he he went to China along with Kim Sung Day. No, he went to he went to he went to Japan first. I'm sure. Okay. Right? 
but he came back. He's, he's a, I mean, obviously he did his military service. He was not. He was booed by us. Uh, he came back to Jeju, booed by us. Not not booed, but just not accepted back as right as a particularly liked player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when Hong Chol can come back, it's pretty amazing that he can. I, I have to say, I almost, I almost, I almost shed a tear whenever uh, Zhang Zhou comes back behind the goal after a game uh, when he returns to uh, to Sangam. Simply because of um, yeah, it's, you know it's old times, good times, and you like to remember them. Yeah. The game's finished by that point. Uh, Smell, I think it's good. Should happen. It does happen in other places. It does happen back home. I mean, certain players we come back to Celtic and we, we applaud them and clap them. Right, and after the game they might come over and, and yeah. things like that. So yeah, yeah. it's, it's not saying autographs and stuff. Like it's that not game, that. Yeah. It's not that alien. It's not that alien. Okay. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, back in the game, uh, Yi, Yi Chang Yong scored. Well, I think maybe. His first, or the first time I remember hearing his name at Tanshan since his summer, his, since his move in the winter. Then uh, EJ1 made it 2-0, uh, Jeju pulled one back, and then there was a, a red card for Jeju, and then EJ1 scored his second of the game, 3-1. Easy 3-1 in the end, Jeju Gaffer fired, not unexpected. I think I actually, this whole season I've been writing... To, to be honest, I think if you get relegated from K-League 1, you... You deserve fired. Yeah, yeah. I think all season I've been writing, you know, that with that squad, I'm really surprised, mm. I'm really surprised at Jeju. Having watched them now twice, uh, 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 once at Moran with yourself, when it was nothing each, and then once at Tanchon, when we them, scudded them 3-1, they're a poor team. Mm-hmm. They, they have great individual players, but as a team, they cannot play at all. Shows the importance of man- management. Um, would, yeah. you, would you say FC Seoul's team is significantly better than Jeju's team? No. No. I think player on player, Jeju's probably better. Yeah. To be honest, like I'm going to, I'm going to stick my neck out and say that Jeju is the best team to ever be relegated from the K League. Again, like, head and shoulders above mm-hmm. any other team. Better than the Songnam team that disgracefully got itself relegated. Far better, yeah. far better. Mm-hmm. Like, they individually, they have some like Yumbe Garam, uh, you know, like Aguilera. They mm-hmm. have the the um, Osan keeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember his name now. It's not a team that should be relegated. It's not a team that should be relegated. Mm-hmm. Patch and Poe, it's not a mm-hmm. team that should be relegated. Not mm-hmm. at all. But before we move on to anything else, can we just look at the Sangju Blue Wing score? We, we should always look at, we should always look at uh, the, the Sangju Blue Wing score. What a shower. Insane. Scudded 4-1 in the final day of the mm-hmm. season. Who were the heroes on that day? <laughs> Who on. made everyone smile? <laughs> no, no one was. No one. No one was really watching. Um, but uh, I mean, someone did actually take the lead in that game, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, and they got a man sent off. So yeah, but they took the lead really early on, and then they were they got like yeah, absolutely trounced. They, they were actually three one down when they went down to ten men. Right. Mm-hmm. So they so the setting off did not actually impact on the game whatsoever. What's happened to Suwon? Blue Wings. Blue Wings. Yeah. Uh, Why does no one go and watch their games anymore? Honestly, like I don't understand how they can have Adam Taggart scoring. And they won the FA Cup. Oh yeah, they played <laughs> K three teams for three rounds. Yeah, yeah, but they had they still had to get through. I mean, yeah, but they played K three yeah, okay. teams for three <laughs> rounds. Um, I mean, I don't know. They they are they they have good players. They're not a particularly exciting team to watch. The mm. fan, obviously, I mean, we've talked about some a million times on Twitter and, and on podcasts. They have lost a huge amount of. Their fan base. It's like three and a half thousand on a, but on a weekend just, game. Yeah, but they're just a particularly boring. Not, I don't want to say they're boring, but with the players that they have, they should be an exciting, mm. entertaining, you know, like team of watch. I mean, they've got like you know, like 
Yom Kihun, the Adam Targa, the Wagonino, Dehan, the Hongchow. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Like, people should be paying money to go and watch those mm-hmm. players. Um, again, an our team that uh, arguably on paper is one of the better teams in the league. I mean, ended up down at the bottom. Ended yeah. up down at the bottom and never looked. To be honest, never probably, looked. All probably season probably lucky else. the season was finishing when it when it yeah. was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And never looked. I mean, all season never looked like being anywhere other than mm. the bottom six. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, there was a big game down uh, down in Changwon. There was indeed Saturday. It was between uh, Gyeongnam and Incheon, with uh, Gyeongnam needing to win to avoid the playoff. Incheon just needing a draw. It's one of those things that I I often wonder if you have a team that just needs to draw, does that make it harder for, for them? Because they know that motivation-wise, they can just sit back and defend for 90 minutes? No, I can guarantee the team that absolutely needs a draw doesn't have it harder than the team that needs to win. <laughs> okay. Next question. <laughs> Next question, okay. Because I just wonder if that's why, you know, like, we look at Daegu and SU So, I mean, SU So could sit back, Daegu had to attack. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, Osan, did, did Osan feel they could just defend? Whereas Pohang wanted to gub them by attacking, mm. I have no idea. That's why. I'm well, well uh, Pohang was a little bit different because yeah. Pohang could do whatever they liked. Yeah. It didn't really, didn't really, didn't really matter for them. Uh, this guy, I only watched the last few minutes. The last few minutes, both teams could have scored about five goals. It was end to end, miss after miss. Uh, Inchon should have put it out of sight, uh, clean through. Decides to pass, probably correct decision, but overhits the pass, yeah. and it would have been an open goal. Uh, then Gyeongnam go down the other end. They they clear shot of goal goes miles over the bar. Um, might say two poor teams playing each other, uh, but bottom line is uh, Gyeongnam have got to face the playoff. Yep, and Incheon survive yet again. They do um, indeed. I've heard some things called the Great Escape. Not quite a great escape. I mean, Incheon, you know, I've been here before. I think of the three teams, you Incheon... you pegged them as being the ones to survive a few weeks. Last last time we we, we chatted, you said you thought Incheon would yeah. would survive. Yeah, it seems like Jeju and Gyeongnam are not really used to this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Gyeongnam have gone from have fallen from second to second. Like bottom. FC Seoul last year, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Gyeongnam were second la- like last year, and this year have been like for whatever reason can't string two two draws right. together. Never mean two wins. Um, so I, I think you know, I mean, Incheon were always going to be the team that we're used to. They were always going to be the team that were fighting for something else. You know, obviously we know the situation up with a mm-hmm. manager. You know, uh, and I think yeah, I I, I I'm, was not surprised that Incheon. <clears throat> remained um, safe a little bit surprised that Shinhan Bank are interested in buying them over but I guess that'll come up in another podcast that will probably um, we'll wait to see how that we'll wait to see out, how, that, yeah. how that actually how that actually pans out yeah so and uh, Gyeongnam so yeah it's, it's it's difficult for the team at the bottom who've, you know at the bottom of the uh, the league who really just don't want to be in that playoff playing against a team who really really do want to be in the playoff but are they playing against a team who really, really do want to be in the playoffs? So, uh, I mean, it's three years in a row now. Three years in a row. Yeah. Best chance, not because of, if you saw, I'm just saying, best chance to get up was last season. Was yeah, last, season. last season. But they, they, well, they the guy, team that were completely and utterly like, destroyed. And they were one up in the first leg. Yeah. And then that guy got a, a rush of blood to the head and got himself sent off and told to saw in control for the rest of the, the, the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, what you do, I mean, the, the one thing I will say is that, you know, had it been Incheon, you'd have had Incheon Pusan. I mean, I know that 16 buses left Incheon at the weekend to yeah. go to Changwon. So maybe 16 buses would have left Incheon to go to Pusan midweek. Probably not. But the fact that you've got Gyeongnam and Pusan, Changwon, Pusan, they're relatively close enough. Right. Mm. 
that you may get a pretty decent attendance at the weekend for this one. Right. Uh, you mean Gyeongnam fans might travel to Busan because Busan I mean, don't... What was the, the, the crowd actually at the, uh, at, at the Busan Anyang game? Because Busan... I mean, I actually thought Anyang would make a better fist of that, to be quite honest. Uh, I think Anyang blew it because I think they went down to 10 men, right? I'm not right. really sure at which point in time uh, that was. I mean, Busan ended up winning at 1-0. Um, I was... I was bits of that game. Um, not a whole lot. Like that, that game was a 2pm kickoff. I was on the subway mm-hmm. on the way to uh, Tanchon. Uh, there was just less than 10,000, which is like, I guess it was like just less than 9,500. That's not bad in that stadium. Like, we, were, we were in that stadium quite recently on a, a filthy really? night. You, nah. might, you might not remember very much of it. Um, uh, I've been there once as far as I can remember. We, we were in that stadium not very, not very long ago. Um, and... Um, yeah, eight, eight thousand. That stadium is not not actually that not actually that bad to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. Anya went down to to ten men uh, just after half time. The goal was on sixty minutes. Romulo uh, with the goal. Um, so, but but of course, Busan only needed only needed the draw, didn't? Yeah, they? yeah. I mean, Romulo who also scored uh, against FC. So- if I remember right, against FC Seoul in the playoff, right? I think so. Yeah. Second leg. Can't remember. I think I think he scored at, at, at Sangam. Um, is it Busan's year? No. I, I say you make Gyeongnam favourites, don't you? Yeah, Gyeongnam are going to be favourites. Over you, two legs. You, you just look at that Gyeongnam team, you look at who they have in that team, Like uh, they can't defend for their life. They are atrocious yeah. defending. But going forward, uh, Kunamato, the Japanese boy, I think, is just like when he wants to, uh, he might look at this, it's been a big game, so he, he might up his game. But I think that when he, he wants to play... It is a big play, game. Yeah, so, but he might not view it. But I mean, if he views a game right. as being important, I think he is, he's he's exceptional. Uh, Derrick, obviously, any ball falls him is going to put it away. I think I'm not sure if Big Look is still around, uh, but he's another one who can c- come on. Like, uh, for me, Youngnam, just I don't I don't know. I just think Pusan are looking at it as being third final, third playoff mm-hmm. final. Um, if it was over one leg, I would probably tip my hat to Pusan. But over, but two, over legs. two legs, you think the quality will, will yeah, come, will I come think out? Yeah, will do it. Mm-hmm. It usually does over two legs. Okay, any more to say on the uh, the K League and K League Two? I think it's wrapped up. I think it's wrapped up. I think yeah, it's done. Done. Uh, we've obviously got the playoffs to, uh, to to come over the next uh, over the next few days, and I'm sure we'll revisit those uh, later. We're going to move on now. We'll talk. Should we talk about the uh, the women's? Yeah, we we spent uh, a very pleasant uh, very pleasant day last Tuesday. Well, I spent the whole day there. You you came for the the evening, the evening game. game yep. uh, it was at the inaugural the the pilot tournament of the AFC Women's Club Championship. It involved four teams. It was out in the the wilds of Yongin. Utterly impossible to get to because I really wanted to go. It was really really and and uh, shocking scheduling as well. Shocking. Seven p.m. Seven p.m. and a Saturday. <laughs> um, I don't get that, but it was. It, I mean, that's what basically what they had to do. I mean, they they had they had to get through six games within five days, and if you have have two games in a day, um, then obviously you're going to have to have one kicking off in the afternoon, one kicking off in the evening. Yeah. That's what happens in the World Cup. Um, Youngin, uh, but the World Cup's always terribly scheduled as well, though. Very inconvenient. It is. Uh, obviously, we actually wanted to go there because it was a chance to actually see a football match in the Youngin Stadium, the new Youngin Stadium. And it's obviously it's got a running track. It was all right, wasn't it? For a for a place with a running track, yeah. Actually, and let's, 
this track touching other things. I know there's lots of things, lots of discussion going on about the World Cup. The only problem with the big stadiums is the running tracks. I mean, there's no problem with Suwon World Cup or Seoul World Cup or Daejeon World Cup or Jeonju World Cup. The only problem is running tracks. Yeah, that's the only problem. It, Yongin, for, for a place with a running track, it was, it was all right. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I, I didn't. I mean, I knew there was a running track because I, it was blue, I think. Uh, but it didn't really affect that the where we sat anyway. Didn't really affect your view. Um, I mean, it, it was, well, you could stand to be a lot closer, obviously. But I mean, you could always be a lot closer. Um, but I think it was perfectly fine. I, I don't think there was any particular issue. Uh, you know, it's not like being behind the goal at Tanchon, right? For, for example. <laughs> right. Uh, so I think yeah I mean, it, had, it had the the proper sort of the bowl was steep enough to, to yeah. afford a good view once you got up a few once you got up a few uh, up a few places but um, what was that I, I'm just coughing all right okay my I cough too um, yeah it, it was a it was a good place um, the games were were a bit weird there were four teams involved in the tournament uh, Melbourne victory Melbourne victory representing Australia Nippon TV Belazer from Japan Jackson Sunning of China and of course the Incheon Red Angels from uh, from Korea, and uh, I got there for the first game. It was it's a bit weird. Tuesday afternoon, empty stadium. That AFC anthem playing. You don't hear that playing very often in Korea anymore. <laughs> for, yeah. you'll, you'll hear it even less in future for reasons for reasons we're, we're about to talk about. Um, but yeah, a couple of couple of interesting interesting matches. The, the, the first day I, I watched the game Nip, Nip, Nippon TV against Jiangsu, and it was one each. And I thought, after that, I was like, cause I watched quite a lot of WKB. I thought Incheon are going to absolutely hose these two. Yeah. And then, of course, in that evening, we saw Incheon destroy Melbourne Victory 4 0. 4 0. And, of course, yeah, 4 0. Don't sound surprised. You were at the game. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was, I was emphasizing. Including an absolutely cracking free kick by uh, Lee Se Eun. Yep. Uh, really, really tremendous free kick. And I go by my favourite. Your favourite player, Thass, Tice, 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 yes. Love it a bit. And then, Inchon didn't score another goal the entire tournament. Yeah, I mean... Weird. What? So I think you kind of commented on this in like, a group chat where, you know, Inchon are kind of like flat-track bullies, you know, like, mm-hmm. there's nobody else comes anywhere near how... They never have a tough game in ne- the... Yeah, like, near their quality, but when it comes to playoffs, when it comes to, you know, actual competitive games, they are so... Unused to having pressure and having to deal with that, and they, they kind of can't handle it. Absolutely a little right. bit like a team called Ulsan Hyundai. Uh, well, absolutely right, because last year in the WK, the WK League still has a playoff system for a championship playoff at the mm. end. So, third plays second, and the winner plays first over two legs. And last year, Incheon ran away with the, the regular season by about 20 points. But when it came to the, the playoff, they lost the first legs 3 0. They then ended up winning the second leg 3 0. Yeah. And then it went 4 4 after extra time, and they ended up winning on penalties. This year, they, they played they played Suwon in the championship final, a team they finished 30 points ahead of. They won 1 0 on aggregate after the two legs. They had an absolutely torrid time in, in the playoffs. So, when they, yeah, when they come under pressure, they're they, they just, just not accustomed to it. Yeah. I mean, they beat Melbourne Victory 4 0, as you said. Then they lost 2-0 to Nippon TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and they then lost 2-0 to, to Jiangsu as well. Obviously, the Jiangsu game was kind of a dead rubber because uh, Nippon had, had, had beat had easily beat Melbourne earlier on in the day. Uh, so uh, it, it was a dead rubber and no motivation, etc., etc., etc. But uh, still, I was very, very disappointed because I, I was very, I was very, very 
you know, sort of happy after the fir- the first game. It was like um, it was like when I, I watched watched the, the Korean racehorse running in the Breeders' Cup in at Santa Anita last month. And it's like, we sort of know he's quite good. Yeah. We don't know how good. Oh, my goodness, he's finished third in the Breeders' Cup. Yes, he is really good. And watching them absolutely spank Melbourne victory, it was like, yeah, yeah okay, they are good. And it was a really easy game as well. It was a really easy yeah. game, yeah. Um, but then Melbourne, I don't think, crossed the halfway line in the next two games, so they were really awful. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, not really sure what we, what we learned from this tournament. Uh, the attendances were abysmal, despite the free entry. But... Um, that's 500? About, yeah, 500 was the biggest attendance. That was for the final one. On the first day, the one we went to, were 310 in the evening. But again, that's probably about average for a women, women's game in, in South Korea. So, okay. Before we move on, I, I do like to... I want to point out one small thing. Yeah. And that is about uh, Japan's greatest sporting family. If you have a look at the uh, final, mm-hmm. the, the Nippon 1-5-0, you've got to admit that Tanaka scoring a hat-trick Obviously, the female version... Mina Tanaka, it's a great name, isn't it? Yeah. Mina Tanaka. But obviously, like, the female uh, member of the of Japan's number Pre- one... Pre-eminent sporting family, sporting yes. family, because we also have her brother, Masa. <laughs> indeed, we do, yes. <laughs> Who rides in Pusan or so in, right? Indeed. Uh, and, and Mina Tanaka did actually finish up with a golden boot, having, uh, having, having scored four goals. A couple of them were penalties, though. Uh, Tabitha Chewinga of Jiangsu Suning... Uh, looked exceptionally good as well, especially as Jiangsu Suning pretty much down tools at half half time in all yeah. all three of their games. Uh, Chewinga looked uh, exceptionally exceptionally good uh, as, uh, as as well. So uh, a fun tournament. I'm not sure if there'll be a repeat. I don't know how successful it was. It did get TV coverage here. I know it was on TV in Japan as as well. So that that is a good sign. One more thing to say on the uh, the, the, the women's football. Your your favourite player, as we touched on at the beginning of the show, your favourite player, the Corgi. The Welsh Corgi, Jang Sulgi, is uh, departing the uh, departing the WK League for the second time. I mean, she's already had a spell in Japan. She came back to, to Incheon. Uh, now she's away to uh, to Spain. Yeah. On the back of this tournament or on the back of the league? I would say almost certainly not on the back of this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can say that um, without any hesitation. But probably also not on the back of the World Cup either, right? Not on the back of the World Cup either, I would say on the back of well. consistently excellent performances for, okay. for, for Incheon. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to uh, doubt your knowledge on this, um, but I, taking you to watch a few, you've been to watch a few women's football matches, and she is one of the few players you've actually pointed out yeah. as noticeably better than being everyone else good. in front of yeah, me. Yeah, being yeah. pretty good. So yeah. best of luck to her uh, in on, on a bigger stage. Fantastic. Okay. Okay. Speaking of bigger stages, the AFC is um, the AFC champion. The AFC uh, Champions League is going to have uh, a bit of an overhaul, and it's and, not all good news for Korea, is it? No, it's not at all. In twenty twenty one, I believe. So, like next year is the final year of the current format. Twenty twenty one, they're going to move to an expanded format. Um, expanded format. Definitely. This is in my time in Korea. This is the third. Major change, right? Uh, to to the ACL. Um, so basically, yeah, they're expanding the number of uh, group places. I guess is what it, it, there's going to be four, uh, forty teams are going to be involved from from the start. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now you would think, well, if they're expanding the number of group positions, it's not going to affect Korea, who are you know like up there at the top. Uh, in terms of the AFC nations, but unfortunately, it is. It's uh, all about the coefficient. 
It's all about the coefficients. So next time you're clapping your hands at the fact that Sue on being eliminated, Sue eliminated yeah. maybe we should kind of readdress that balance, mm. right? Um, so basically, Korea is losing one uh, automatic place. They used to have uh, three plus one, which was the uh, first and second in the K League and the winner of the FA Cup. Yep. And no, the third to... place getter in the K League would go into the qualifying, the final qualifying, right? yeah, final qualifying right? against yeah. usually against Hanoi. TNT as the one back then they've now changed the name four times since then I'm not going called anymore you've had the same name for them all the way through but we won't go into that we won't go what I call them yeah, yeah. but uh, big, uh, big uh, Samsung big Samsung won't be getting a chance to come back because I think he's now actually retired or he's left oh, oh my goodness he's, he's definitely left Vietnam anyway. I remember him I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure where he is that's the guy who punched the guy at the, the old sound player yeah couple years back um, so yeah so they're moving to uh, two group stage positions and two playoffs which essentially puts uh, it, I mean it doesn't simply because of the, the way the thresholds are worked it essentially it puts K-League on the same same plateau as the Thai League it does yeah um, I mean okay I mean Thailand's coefficient is 51.1 Korea's is 85.9 so there is a big big gap between them but it's the result is the same. Thailand has two automatics and two uh, and two yeah. So that means that basically, not sure how the two and two is going to work out, but I'm going to presume imagine. it's going to be the FA Cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. imagine it's going to be first in the FA Cup, right? What you have to say though is this shouldn't really make too much of an impact because any K League team worth its salt should be winning a qualification match. Yeah, but what I will say, I mean, yes, I agree with that. But if you if you look at Australia's record in the playoff in the qualifying rounds of late has been pretty abysmal. Right. I mean, like we've seen uh, Brisbane ro- roar lose. We've seen you know like Mel- I think Melbourne lost. Like we've seen a couple of teams in, in the last few years like fail to qualify. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it all depends on where those two come in. If those two teams, if the two in the playoff keep if playing against, keep playing, right? Yeah, if they keep playing. Like against Myanmar or Singapore or Malaysian teams, then yeah, it's not going to make a difference. But you maybe throw them in against maybe an Australian team, for example, or something like that. Then it could it could start causing problems. It could start causing problems, but I'd still have them beating Australian teams. I, I, I still imagine they they'll be... if they, if, again if they can't, they deserve to be there anyway. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, from twenty twenty one, still think there's going to be four Korean teams. I, I imagine mm-hmm. four Korean teams in the group. Uh, Interestingly, it's something that we kind of talked about earlier uh, together. Is that I mean, you know, the fact that a, a kind of a kind of Western team won it, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if that throws more money to, to, towards AFC. If you know, instead of kind of mm-hmm. if they start focusing more, I mean, the Iranian football, oh, Iraqi I mean, national team is good. The Qatari team obviously is it's, good. It's interesting how this go, how it does go in, in in phases a little bit because obviously they used to come together much earlier mm. in the tournament. It was a quarterfinal phases at one point. Uh, yeah. Then it was the semi-final, and the, let's make no bones about it. The reason that they changed it to be in the final only is simply because at that time the West Asian teams weren't good enough. Yeah. Uh, and so they've changed it. They changed it around. But now the West Asian teams have gotten better, whereas the Eastern Asian teams have uh, have certainly have certainly plateaued. Um, I, 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 FC Seoul going to the Azadi Stadium and beating um, who was it? Estiglal. I'm not sure who it was. So in front of eighty thousand people. But um, that wouldn't happen now. <laughs> no yeah. Chance. Uh, so 
yeah, it, it, it will be interesting to see how that pans out. For now, I think it's just going to be the final where they where, where they where they do meet each other again. Um, Interestingly, one... mm-hmm. North Korea do have a group stage place, but uh, but that will only apply if they ever get proper licensing so for the... all areas of the domestic football. Right, which was the same I reason, think... like. Teams like Sanju and that were not going to yeah. be allowed because they're not actually real football clubs. North Korea doesn't have any real football clubs yeah. either. Yeah. So, so they have one place, but they won't be taking it up. They won't be taking it up. So looking on, I mean, on, on paper, it does look like you have North Korea in a group stage and could have a North Korean team playing at Sangam, for example. Uh, but the actual reality of that is probably, probably, probably. Uh, infinitesimal. Yeah. Uh, but you said that it's interesting that, two, that I mean, Thailand is going to have two teams in the group stages. Uh, Australia still was one. The Philippines are going to have one. That, that, that's obviously the probably the, I, and that that's the way the coefficient works. That's probably the more a Filipino team straight into the group stage is probably the more surprising, eye eye catching thing. Yeah, from this. Interesting from from my point of view, uh, a Malaysian team in in, in the group stage. Uh, I'm actually really really interested in that. If that was a Seoul, for example. If they happen to, to play again, you know, if so were in the group stage or maybe even Sue won, uh, I'd love to see, you know, we see all these images of, of Malaysian football. Right, yeah. Uh, I'd love to see, I mean, I know that uh, Jalon Ahor, Jalon, that's, that's the food street. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago, there was a Malaysian team in the there. Asian football knowledge is second to none. That's amazing, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't think they actually brought that many fans over, but I think they were playing John Bukarosan, right. to be honest. Mm-hmm. I can't really remember who they were playing. Uh, so if they were having to draw against a Seoul team, it was a lot easier to fly and get and mm. get over here. It would be interesting to see if they did have, you know, like four or five thousand fans jump about. Visa issues as well. Remember yeah. what happened with the Thai teams last time? That, <laughs> but, um, that's correct. But, that's uh, yeah, well, but they've, 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 um, uh, right because every game is pretty much a sellout in Malaysia. Mm. We can do that too in Korea. All we need to do is make the capacity five thousand and make scarcity, and then the K League will be really popular. Yep. Mm. Interestingly, Hong Kong have lost the group place that they got right. a couple of years ago when Kitchi um, mm-hmm. went straight in. Right, and ended up in the same group as Jumbo, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've they've lost that and of course Myanmar uh, as well. They just get one qualifying uh, playoff uh, yeah. playoff place. Uh, okay, um uh, that pretty much uh, wraps is there anything else you want to talk about today? Songnam. Oh Songnam, yeah. As always you're getting a football specific Yeah so there was a a meeting with the council, uh whatever they're called in Korea. Uh, the council, council. Uh, before the game on Saturday, where they, they discussed their plans, they outlined their plans for a football-specific stadium. But it was uh, very controversial because it was three hundred. They needed three hundred people for it to be a valid meeting, and two hundred ninety turned up. Two hundred ninety turned up, and some guy counted them all. Well, yeah, because he was the only person who wasn't in favour. Yep, I think he. I think his name is also Wes. Where, he counted everyone Wes something. He's very much in favour of football specific. <laughs> um, Wesley, if you're still out there, he's very much but, in favour of football specific. But interestingly, um, people who think that may be pie in the sky, they've actually started building or started work on a new clubhouse. Um, mm-hmm. Not quite sure where that actually is, but uh, it's just off the, the Shinbundang line. I know exactly yeah. where that is. Yeah. So, uh, so they are going to start construction. That will be built by 2021, 22. Is the location of the this football specific? Is it going to be Moran, the hockey stadium next door? Uh, I haven't heard anything specific. So, from like Gwangju's 
football specific is is the practice pitch next to Grandview World Cup, isn't it? Yeah, Grandview's football specific could be built roughly after roughly Bichon's. after Bichon's football specific. Yeah, there's been some talk about that one actually getting pulled, right? Right. There was talk of that was like that was. I think. Well, I think the getting promotion might be a bit of a boost to it, but, but I think yeah. there was. I read something that that was announced before they actually. Actually, got, got approval, approval or something like, just yeah. like Bichon's was. So yeah. I'm not really quite sure if that's going to go ahead. Um, so yeah, I'm not quite sure where the new Tanchon Moran will be, uh, but I imagine it'll be at Moran probably. I don't think you need one. Um, honestly, I don't think we do either. Like, um, I think as long it's as not as if you're playing in the big bowl. At, at, no, at Tanchon. Hey, I love Tanchon. I mean, Skysock. If it is Skysock's fine. An amazing view. It's a perfectly fine view. The Temple Stand is a great view. It's big went, enough. If they went barriers at the front. You know, if they didn't put their banners at the front, and I don't really see any reason why, why we would necessarily money needs to be spent yeah. on that. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, clubhouse, fine, fair enough. Uh, but football specific stadium, um, honestly, like I would rather see the money invested in the team. I would rather see Songnam instead of instead of building a stadium with taxpayers' money. I'd rather see. Either buying getting, a striker with taxpayers' money, yeah, either yeah. getting a getting a, a wage rise. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things. Like, I don't really know if we like. I get this whole argument. I I hate running tracks, and I get it all. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, it's like I think there seems to be this push towards oh, everyone can do the Daegu model, and like we shouldn't forget the Daegu Bank Bank Road. Yeah. Uh, pretty much all of that. And I still, so. I still think the uh, everyone loves the Incheon. I love the Incheon Stadium as well, but it should never have been built at the same time that rugby stadium was built. Um, simply because it was a waste of money. And how many years has it taken them to fill it to get fans going to it now? Well, no, well, they still only have eight thousand going. They, they, this, this, they still only have eight thousand going to it. Um, I, but, I remember that. I mean, we're going we're going to go down memory lane here. I remember 35,000 in the Munhak for, uh, for, for Inchon against Ulsan. I say it, it wasn't, it, it's, the, the World Cup stadiums were a great gift to the K-League. It's just the K-League blew it, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and yeah, the, the running tracks have had their day. They, they have had their day, certainly in the World Cup stadiums. A little bit different in the smaller stadiums. I don't count Anyang in that because Anyang's is a beast of a running track. It's not just a running track, it's a lot of other stuff yeah. in between the stands and, and the field as well. Somewhere like Tanchon, I think, is, is, is a perfect K-League venue, um, especially now you have the, 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 the temporary stand for, for the diehards. Yeah, um, and you could argue that Tanchon could build a temporary stand for the Wii fans. Yeah, but no one wants to do that. <laughs> but you mean, and there yeah, be an absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 agree. I agree with that. So, no one wants to do that. Um, like, the, no one has ever done that. Even Eland has, has, has never. Has, wow, that must be a record. We've gotten through almost an hour of podcast. We haven't mentioned Eland, um, but uh, um, even Eland didn't, didn't, didn't do that. Um, and Yang haven't done that either with their with, with their temporary stands. So yeah, it, it, it is. I, I would always maintain that the, the World Cup stadiums have been a, a great gift to the Kaylee, and they have been a bonus at uh, at Sangam, at Suwon, at um, at Jombuk as well. All sand up until now. I'm not sure what's gone wrong. I still don't think there's anything wrong with Dejan either. It's much better playing there than playing at the Hambat. Um, and no one could justify buying Dejan Citizen a, a football specific stadium. They've got one. It's called the World Cup Stadium. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, obviously these are plenty of things to talk about during the, the off-season. I'm sure we will touch upon them then. We will indeed. Anything else you want to touch on tonight? Uh, I think that's pretty much it for me. Um, covered, covered everything. Covered Songnam. Covered, um, covered AFC mm-hmm. women. 
We we do like Jenks or Geese, so should we do another Welsh thing to uh, play us out? I think we have to play. I think what we played in first of all was perfect. I think we have to play it out with a little bit of Tom. She's a man.